welcome to Fear Fever. I'm your host, Zach. This podcast, we talk about paranormal creatures that lurk in the shadows, from the cryptids to the spirits, and even the darker realm of entities. On this segment, we'll be talking about shapeshifters, and for the next few episodes or even more, this may cover the entire first season of the podcast. It's just shapeshifters. You may be thinking the shapeshifters aren't that big of a thing and you can't cover an entire season off of just shapeshifters. Well, here's the problem. Most people think of shapeshifters as things that turn into humans or humans that turn into things. But that's not entirely true. There's a lot of different types of shapeshifters. A shapeshifter is defined as a creature that can change form. And though there are some that change into humans and take on human forms, there are also a lot of other kinds. These types I'm going to be talking about. These include Wendigos, Skinwalkers, Kitsunes, and more. There are many types of shapeshifters, but today we're talking about the infamous Wendigo. A Wendigo is a creature described by the Chippewa tribe as a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. The Wendigo is said to be a very violent creature and it will kill anything in its path. This is quoted from Chippewa. It says it ate any women, men, or children that ventured into its territory. The history behind the Wendigo and the legend of it is set in ancient Indian legends. The Wendigo is said to be a creature that was created from a human in a survival situation. And most people nowadays, you think about a survival situation you think of, oh, they're out lost in the woods, they've got to build fire, they've got to build shelter, they've got to get water and food. Well, back in the time of the Indian tribes when they were all across this nation, there was a lot of them, a lot of the tribes that were in areas that if you got lost, you got snowed in, you couldn't really get help that easily. And the Indians were great great hunters, great navigators. They knew the land like the back of their hand. They were the best survivalists out there. But when some got trapped or lost, such as one tribe that I heard of that got stuck in a snowstorm, sometimes humans resolve, rely on things that go dark. They resort to situations that they would never want to do and never thought that they would have to do. This is how Wendigo is created. Wendigo is created when a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. When there is nothing left to do but eat your fellow man. When this is done, it is seen as such a horrific act such a horrible thing that the human that did it is cursed to wander the land for eternity looking to quench 
the insatiable appetite for human flesh and human blood. <clears throat> now, Wendigos, nowadays, if you look up a picture of a Wendigo, you'll see this tall, freakish-looking creature with big antlers and a big skeleton-like jaw and a skeleton-like head. Well, that's not the original description of a Wendigo. That's been modernized. The modern Wendigo that people know came from movies where they thought that the Wendigo description wasn't scary enough so they decided to add some antlers to it and they decided to make the face look scarier. In reality, the original legend of the Wendigo is, shows a creature that looks more like a very large ghoul almost. It was There were no antlers. It had a human-like body, but faster than any human could possibly be. More ferocious than any human could possibly be. It's also been said that the Wendigo can mimic voices. That a Wendigo can mimic the way that people act. But it is still a monster created from a horrible tra tragedy. The Wendigo that we know is not the Wendigo that there originally was. You can do research into the Wendigos. In future episodes, I'm going to be doing more of a deep dive into different creatures, but the Wendigo is very well known, and so I figured I would just cover it and its basics, especially given that this is the first episode of the podcast. Now, Wendigos, because they are such good hunters, and because they are so good at tracking things and killing things, especially humans. There are very many different theories as to how you could kill a Wendigo should you come across one. One of these theories is any conventional weapon. I've read things that say that any kind of weapon could kill a Wendigo, be it a knife, a bullet, a gun, a club even long as you can get to it without it getting to you. Therein lies the problem with Wendigos though, is they are so fast and so ferocious that by the time you got anywhere near it, you would probably be dead. So conventional weapons probably not the best idea. I personally don't think that a conventional weapon would work against a Wendigo either. Another theory is a silver bullet or a blade. Any kind of silver, basically. So just the same way that like people say you can kill a werewolf is by silver, a silver bullet to the heart. That's one theory that I've read saying that a Wendigo can be killed by silver. Now there's more to this silver story. One report that I read says you can kill a Wendigo just, I say report, it's less of a report and more of an article, because I don't think anybody's probably gone near Wendigo and lived to tell the tale. Or if they have, they're not talking about it. But, this article that I read said silver can kill it, you don't have to do anything else. 
Then another thing I heard, and this is a very popular theory, and I will explain why this is a popular theory after I explain how to do it. So this says, you must shoot a silver bullet to the heart of the Wendigo and make sure that the heart is shattered to pieces. Then you must take the pieces of the heart and lock it in a silver box. And then you bury the box in a church cemetery. The reason that I say that this theory is the most popular and the most prevalent is because a Wendigo's heart, according, and I may be butchering this name, so I'm sorry, the Algonquin describe a Wendigo as a giant with a heart of ice. This method of killing a Wendigo ties back to the Algonquin legend of saying that it had a heart of ice. And so if you were able to shatter the ice heart, and it's not saying that it's a cold-blooded killer, it's got a heart of stone or whatever, like people say nowadays, like, oh, you're cold-hearted. What they meant in the legend was it literally has a heart of ice. Some peop some of the tribe or some of different tribes around America even thought that the Wendigo was made entirely of ice. What, what is known about Wendigos from legend is all of the descriptions of the creature line up. It was a gigantic creature with a skeletal-like body that was deformed and had missing lips and toes. Another method that some people have said could kill a Wendigo, and this is actually the method that the popular TV show Supernatural went with when they did their Wendigo episode. Now that was a TV show and everything, there may be some people out there that don't believe in stuff like this, and that's fine. Because, you know, maybe I don't believe in it either. I think I do, but I've never seen a Wendigo. So, I hope that I never have to see a Wendigo. But, one, the last method that I'm going to talk about is fire. In the Supernatural episode, they're going to burn it with Molotovs and stuff like that, which is what I've read would could be a viable solution, because if it does have a heart of ice you're melting the entire thing, or even if its entire body is made of ice, you're melting the entire thing by lighting it on fire with like a Molotov cocktail. So if you use a Molotov, now it's supernatural. They couldn't use the Molotov. They ended up having to use a flare gun and shot it in the heart and burned the heart, which would line up with the Algonquin legend of it having a heart of ice. Now there's a note about the third option here, the silver bullet to the heart having to shatter it to pieces and then put it in a silver box and bury it in a cemetery. Is that I've read some articles saying that it may be a good idea after you've buried the box in the cemetery to salt and burn the body and then scatter the ashes so that they can't reform. These are some of the ways that I've read there may be more, and I just haven't gotten to them, but from all the research that I've done, these are the most popular ways that I've found, I say popular, it's not like people are going out and hunting, hunting down Wendigos, 
that these are the most prevalent ways that I've seen on the internet on old legends from Indian folklore on how to kill a Wendigo. The most prevalent being fire and a silver bullet to the heart to shatter it to pieces and putting it in the silver box in the cemetery. Now with that being said, I know this is a really short episode. It's only going to be about 13, 14 minutes long. And I do apologize for that. This is the first episode of the podcast, so I'm just trying to get the story out there. Got to start getting some stuff talking. Uh, future episodes are going to come. I think the next episode I'm going to do is either going to be on a skinwalker, a kitsune, or a changeling. Again, these are going to be types of shapeshifters that I'm going to be working on um, and looking up the background and the history and the lore and the legends and where they are. Um, One thing I did forget to mention at the beginning of this podcast is that a Wendigo is mostly associated, I would say solely associated to North Minnesota woods forest of the Great Lake region and central regions of Canada. So northern northern areas. It's not known to become down south and cryptids like the Wendigo tend to stay in that certain area. They tend to stay where they've always stayed. This may be because they're Wendigos from humans that lived in that area um and just no new Wendigos have been made because people don't resort to cannibalism anymore. It was a lot more prevalent a long time ago, back in the day of these legends. It was a lot more prevalent to resort to cannibalism to survive. Whereas nowadays, the need to do that is a lot lower. There's a lot less people getting lost. There's a lot more accessible ways to get food and there's a lot easier ways to bring food with you to be prepared. So that's, that's where they tend to stay is up north, Minnesota North Woods, Forest of Great Lake region, and uh, central areas of Canada. There's even places called the Cave of the Wendigo um, that have been reported to have Wendigo sightings. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to end the podcast here. Uh, next time podcast comes out i'm not sure when it will be because i am a full-time student currently Uh, but it will probably be on the skinwalker kitsune or changeling one of those three i'll have to narrow down which one i want to do first Uh, but the next the next few episodes at the very least are going to be about shapeshifter type of cryptids Uh, with that being said Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Once again, this is Fear Fever, and I'll see you all next time.